Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced for listening, by the please subscribe, share, and send us your comments on tweet us using the hashtag #DROnlineChat. digital PR podcast. Today we're talking about the new Star Wars movie and how Disney is preparing fans for the release on social media. The trailer premiered during Monday Night Football on ESPN on October 21st. I personally thought the trailer was a great way to get fans talking about the emotional connections between certain characters who spent the majority of the last film on totally different planets. One bit that really struck me was when it looked like something was wrong with C-3PO, and he says that he just wanted to see his friends one last time. It helped add to this feeling of finality that the trailer was really trying to get across. I agree. It really had, like, a strong emotional impact. I think especially with the hug between Rey and Leia, that was really emotional, strong. I think, however, they could have done a really better job with showing the fight scenes because Star Wars has always had strong battle scenes between good and evil and so I wonder how those conflicts will play out in the movie. That's a really good point. It was really smart for Disney to choose to premiere the Rise of Skywalker trailer during Monday Night Football. Disney owns both Lucasfilms and ESPN so it felt like a very natural brand partnership. It wasn't forced. Yeah. Uh, But Monday is football night in America, which means that a lot of people are always tuned in watching together. They're having conversations about the ads that are played during it. Um, And it was a huge game. I mean, the Patriots were in it. Everybody in America either loves or hates the Patriots. So there were a lot of eyes on the screens that night. But they also launched the trailer at the exact same time online on their Twitter, on their YouTube, on their Instagram. So it was a very cross-platform campaign. And along with ESPN's trailer premiere, um, they also released a video on the day of, and they were interviewing major football stars. They were talking to them, having laughs, and one of them was actually Julian Edelman from the Patriots. He actually went to Kent State. And um, like I said, they were just asking funny questions about the movie to engage them and to also engage the audience. It was a really funny and good video. I saw a lot of replies to that tweet um, and people seemed to be enjoying it. It was kind of refreshing to see Star Wars take a different approach to things than they've done before. There was a lot of backlash to the last movie. So I think taking this lighthearted approach and just having fun with the campaign is a really smart move on their part. I don't know if you noticed, as soon as the trailer dropped, there were already GIFs online from the trailer of, like, different pivotal scenes. Really? Yeah, it was, like, a really cool idea, in my opinion. Um, I follow the social media manager for Star Wars on Twitter, and as soon as the, uh, the trailer launched, she tweeted something that... She said she had spent the majority of the previous day at work cutting the trailer into these bite-sized GIFs so that as people were having these conversations online, they could include a GIF of the scene that they were referencing. So I I thought it was ingenious. I've never seen that done with a trailer before. that is really awesome. That's a really awesome way to, like, get them engaged and to, like, tell show their friends, tell about it, tweet 
Star Wars. Oh, it's a great way. You know, reaction gifs are all the rage to uh, oh, yeah. posts, both positive and negative. So it gives people a way to express their love for Star Wars uh, or to express their anger at Star Wars <laughs> in a relevant way. So another way they've been promoting engagement with their fans is hashtags on Twitter. So if you hashtag Star Wars, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, or just The Rise of Skywalker, um, Twitter will give you a little emoji of Rey and Kylo Ren's lightsabers. This is really similar to the campaign they did with The Last Jedi. However, that campaign had an emoji for every character, even minor characters like Akbar. Nobody knows who that is, probably. They had Luke, Yoda, Chewie. And so I wonder if that change has to do with all the other promotions they've done with Twitter, like the GIFs. That would make a lot of sense. They don't want to oversaturate the fan base right now. Um, It's a very crucial time. You know, Mm -hmm. it's about two months until the movie comes out. And they want to have just the right amount of presence on people's feeds. I've noticed the Star Wars account is also doing a lot of promotion for the new Disney Plus series that's coming out, The Mandalorian. They have a little hashtag emoji for that, too. If they're promoting, like, six things at once, it's going to be overwhelming to fans. So I think they're really walking that careful line very well. Disney is super careful with the messaging in their campaigns. Like, they're very selective with the messages that they share for their movies. Yeah, it seems like they're trying to emphasize the fact that this movie is the end of a saga that spans several generations, both in real life and in the in-movie universe. Star Wars has been around for such a long time, and this nine-movie series has always been about the Skywalker family, so everything about the promotional tactics feels like it's building to the natural conclusion of that family line. There's a Forbes article from Scott Mendelson, he's an entertainment journalist, where he dissects the marketing ideas behind this major push, and he compared it to the Endgame movie campaign, which was the end of a 10-year movie series. This series has been around much longer than that, so it seems fitting that it would go out with a similar or even larger bang. And so that digital campaign and messaging isn't just limited to social media. It seamlessly flows into like the content on on the Star Wars website and blog. Their filming actually wrapped up in February 2019. And so what they did, they posted a blog on August 1st full of embedded posts from like Twitter and Instagram that were that showed like interesting behind the scenes content. It was definitely an easy way for Star Wars to keep the hype going after um, convention season had ended since San Diego San Diego Comic-Con had just ended. Um, the writers for the site have definitely kept busy since the trailer launch. One of the bloggers ran a listicle the night that the trailer dropped. She listed her favorite parts from the trailer and ended by asking fans to comment with their favorite parts. The trailer racked up 24 million views within the first week, so tons of people have seen it by now. And those same fans are being encouraged by someone who works for Star Wars to share their own thoughts. It makes fans feel like their opinions really matter. Another really good blog post that I saw in the immediate days following the trailer drop was about the Star Tours ride at Disneyland getting some updates the day before the movie premieres. So on December 20th, fans can experience locations that they'll see in the movie on this ride that's been around since the late 80s. It was a good news release. I haven't been to Disneyland in years, but I would love to get tickets just to experience that. Disney just always does such a good job of making adults feel the same excitement that they felt as children. They really do. They actually also 
ran a poll about four days after the movie trailer was released where they asked adult fans to rewatch the trailer and pick their favorite part from a pre-made list. And I think that's a really good way to like re-engage their audience with the content and to like boost the trailer again since it had been a few days after the initial release. Um, I also feel like Star Wars and even Disney are doing a really good job of keeping their content in people's faces. Yeah, people are definitely still talking about it. People are still using that hashtag. Yeah. I've seen people using the GIFs. It's an exciting time to be a Star Wars fan. And I think they're really giving the series the send-off that it deserves. I agree. Disney's done a really great job of keeping Star Wars in pop culture and in the media ever since they took over. I know there was a lot of concern about how Disney would handle the Star Wars franchise, but there's no denying that they've kept the magic alive for children and adults. Maybe it's just nostalgia, but I feel really good about how they're going to end this saga. I also feel generally good based on the trailer, and I am excited to see what they do in the future, and of course to see the movie on December 20th. That's a good plan. Uh, Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Digital PR Podcast. Thank you. If you're as big of a Star Wars fan as us, let us know your thoughts on the Rise of Skywalker promotional campaign in the comments. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, share, and send us your comments on SoundCloud or tweet us using the hashtag PROnlineChat.